0: Welcome to another episode of Living scent a missional podcast where we're talking about how do we live as Jesus followers in this world where we enjoy grace embody love and engage culture as we learn how to live scent this is a five part series of living scent talking about like what is it what's the essential part of our MC and we're in part four That's wow. right yeah. So I think the conversation has been great, and anyone who's jumping in, like, oh, like go back to like the last three episodes and, mm-hmm. yeah. and catch up to where we are. Well, it's I think all that, building. I think
1: that's yes, because we're each of these of these five essentials of an MSc, they're building off of each other, yeah. And there's yep. lot we think there's logical order in each of them. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
0: if you have missed any of the uh, previous episodes, yep. it's a whole package. It's a whole package. Yep, that's right. yeah, And sharing sharing what's going on today on Mike, we got Jason who's hey. just been. Uh, Giving you the the heads up about going backwards. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. So good to be here. Glad to join in the discussion. Yep. And Yvonne's on mic. Yo, yo. It's okay, yo yo, 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 yo <laughs> you're, you're ready to go, and uh, Vicky is always making it work so Come that on. this actually happens and gets Party. transmitted and uploaded. I don't know if anyone's looked, but these actually get uploaded at like 3 a.m. on Tuesday morning, and I think Vicky actually wakes up to an alarm and presses the send button. And her and eyes are, and are all bloodshot. <laughs> actually, <laughs> yeah, I just that's I, how much that's how much she loves the Living Scent podcast.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't mean no, to burst any bubbles here, but I just got helps on good authority. It. I just got a shaking of the head. Oh no. <laughs> Mickey, I mean, so. You think
0: she schedules it ahead of time? Yeah, I'm uh, pretty sure it's okay. scheduled. <laughs> she gave me
2: one of those shake my head like yeah. emojis in real life.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. it's worth not. getting up that early to it, talk about this. Things are really, really valuable. It is worth that mm-hmm. early. That's <laughs> <up> that early. <laughs> and uh, Yvonne, what are we going to be talking about today?
2: Yeah. So as you said, we have been talking about the five essentials of an MC. And so the first one was the Bible. The second one was Learners Talking. Last week we talked about the third one, the Gospel Said Out Loud. And mm-hmm. now so Gospel Said Out Loud is three out of five. And we're literally kind of coming over the hump because oh. the first three are things that are are almost like actions that we mm-hmm. could like focus on and yeah. like even try to do and strive for. Yep. And these next two, they're actions as well, but they're more responsive in nature. Mm-hmm. It's okay. like if you don't have the others, you kind of it doesn't really slot right to have these next two, and so today we're talking about number four, and that's having for the one culture.
0: Yeah. Okay. For the one culture. What I do like, you? Th- I like how you said that
1: culture. Yeah. What do you just... think that
0: means? Let's define that.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, just the fact that it's a culture, it's something that has to be fed and built and intentional, and it has to be, you know, this idea that God has God God sent Jesus for us, and that we also are invited to go or to be sent. Yeah. Uh, to live, sent yep. uh, to go after, or to to seek out those who are away from him, mm-hmm. and sometimes they're followers of Jesus, and other times they're not. Um, but but the fact that we are sent, mm-hmm. and that is something that the whole group. When you talk about culture, on mm-hmm. it's something that the whole group is talking about. It's palpable. It's um it's a it's a movement of of the MC where it's not just okay now we're at number four, uh, but it's like no, this is now like a natural outcome of where we've
2: Mm -hmm. been. It means that there's these values that are indwelt in the group and therefore the people of the group and that it's lived out.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If someone in your MC asked, where did we get this language? Like, why do we say for the one? How would you answer that question?
2: I mean, when we talk about for the one, we're talking about the passage where Jesus talks about leaving how a shepherd would leave the 99 sheep yep. for the one lost one <laughs> yeah and that's what we mean by the one part mm-hmm. and so in in resonate when we talk about that one to make it even clearer we're talking about some one or even multiple people who are in your regular life, mm-hmm. just your regular life, walking around, whatever, and yep. they don't yet know who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. They don't call him Lord and Master.
0: I like how you're like, it could be one person. Maybe it's more than mm-hmm. one, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but as you said that, it made me think, The, which person has Jesus saved for, for whom he doesn't want them to be engaged in this, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like... Oh no, he wants everyone That's right. <laughs> like everyone like yeah. he, everyone is a part of this. this is actually like the core of the mission of, of the church mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely and um, I, I, I love what you said, Yvonne about how this is someone who's in your uh, in the regular rhythm of your life so this is not this is actually if the way I understand it, this is not meant to be someone that you necessarily meet on, the, on a street corner, mm-hmm. totally random and uh, necessarily, yeah. but this, this is thinking about someone who's, who is already a part of your life that you have a relationship mm-hmm. with, that there's, there's some level of trust, some level of connection.
0: Yeah, yep. And uh, the story that captures my imagination about this, it, it was a pastor who was sitting next to someone who was not a Christian at all and and he described it sitting there next to this person he said and and i just started to feel the love of god for this person mm-hmm. wow. <laughs> and i'm like oh i love that <laughs> like that's that's what we want so it's not i would even say it's not so much like how often you'll see them or where it's it's more the idea of like letting god start start to change your heart so that you start to feel the love of god for a person and we're we're believing that God has us in every sphere of influence, wherever we are, because he wants us to learn his heart and love people the way that he would love. It's actually becoming like Jesus. Mm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Let, as you said, feel the love of God for mm-hmm. a person. Like, mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. unpack that a little bit. Mm. What's the difference between having the love of God for someone versus just having love for them?
0: Okay. That's, I mean, that's a great question. <laughs> How would I answer that? Uh, I think when I think about having love for a person, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, a family member or someone, a friend, where mm-hmm. it's very reciprocal. Yeah. And when I think of the love of God, I think of agape love, a mm. kind of selfless love, a dying to self love for someone else. And when I when I hear that story of the pastor saying that, I'm like there's a, a burden for this person to see the love of God. Yes. It's not about a relationship primarily.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's actually uh, a desire for them to know that he loves them. <laughs> it's mm. like it's like thinking of how does Jesus feel about this person, right? So it's more like I become a player in Jesus' love for That's this right. person Come on. rather than if it's just me loving the person, then it's, like I, it's actually something that... I'm loving the person.
2: Mm-hmm. So. I, I love that distinction because when we have love for someone, it's really about like the love shared between like me and you. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you have the love of God for someone, mm-hmm. you realize there is this. Unconditional, infinite source of love, and it's not mine. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's not my love. I can't yes. give that. But there's yeah. someone who can, yeah, and right. I know it. And I want this other person to I know. I
0: started it. to feel the love of God for this person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like yeah. this infinite resource of love, uh-huh. <laughs> given fully all the way to the cross. Like mm-hmm. a, thinking of that person. Yeah, like, how much does Jesus love them? Well, it's yeah. definitely
1: too based on a uh, a love that is not expecting. Reciprocation. Yeah. It's not expecting. Yes. It's not even expecting a response. Yeah. Necessarily, it is just wanting to. To 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 move. Uh, I'm trying to find words here. I mean, it's it's wanting to give and show and demonstrate yeah. uh, a, a kind of self sacrifice for this person for their good and their thriving yeah. above and beyond yep. anything else. Yeah.
0: That's the that's why it comes from Jesus. Right? Yeah. yeah, and that's a, sort of like the shepherd in the story that you are talk. Like the biblical framework is the shepherd who cares about the sheep. So he's going to go to great lengths for for the one. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, what practically does this look like in our MCs? How can our mm. how can this be a part of our MC group time? I think there's a lot of different ways that
1: this can be. Uh, it could be as simple as uh, Coming to, you know, coming to the part in the MC where, say, where, you know, the leader or the apprentice says, okay, we're going to give an update on our ones. How are we all doing? Um, and people just kind of go around and, yeah. and, and share and, and maybe pray. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably, I would guess that's probably one of the more common
0: mm-hmm. ways
1: yeah. uh, that people would do it. Yeah. Um, which is, is very a, practical. Is there an
0: MC guide question about this too? Yeah. Normally, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. typically, <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's uh, it just, would be odd if there wasn't. Yeah, just to keep it on our minds. Yeah, right.
1: Well, and it's it's asking, um, and, and it's not just asking about your one, but it's it's taking the the piece of taking the sermon and asking, okay, what we've learned, how we've mm-hmm. been challenged, in what way might this affect? Uh, our love for our one, how we reach our one. How might? What if your one heard this message? Mm. And it's just considering that. And it's. I think it's. It's giving fuel to the fire. It's giving ammunition. It's, um, it's probably very forceful analogies yeah. there.
0: But well, this is why I, I think Yvonne, you were saying like the first three mm-hmm. episodes of the five essential DNA yeah. are. Climbing this hill towards something, that's and then right. the last two are almost like responses to mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. And so that our our thinking is that this is very intentional in this order, the the way that we've laid yes. it out. That we would start with the Bible, looking at it and going, "Okay, oh, this is the good news here," and how where Jesus is the hero, and yeah. then from that we start talking about where am I not believing it? Mm-hmm. So, so the learners are talking, and that's built. We're like processing and even thinking of where where we have idols and confessing sin to each other all those things can happen through through yeah. talking but then the solution is like for the gospel to be articulated mm-hmm. the, the good news to be heralded that it actually is said out loud somewhere yeah and if we're looking at it so the 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 logo of resonate church is the diamond right and if we're looking at this diamond and it's sparkling and beautiful then the the next question is like who else needs to see this mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so beautiful who else who else needs to see it
2: yeah and i think for the one culture and culture in general mm. is interesting because you never just arrive there and then you don't have to do anything anymore it's something mm. that like keeps going but i do think it's useful to talk through how do i know that the culture is at a place where we can keep adding to it and maintaining it rather than continuing to build it. how do we know we have for the one culture? Yeah. And I would say that the kind of like goal or, or thing to aim for there is like when there is a shared burden amongst the people in your group for the, each other's ones. Yes. So like if me, the three of us were in an MC together, when I have a burden for your ones, Scott, mm-hmm. and your ones, Jason, and that both of you have burdens for my ones. Mm-hmm. And, and then you kind of reverse engineer that. It's like, oh, how do we get there? Yeah. Well, one, I'm not gonna give a rip about like your ones until I give a rip about you first. Mm-hmm. And so that's where, you know, the building of the MC and, and the deepening of relationship comes into mm-hmm. play, but it's yeah. not about the deepening. It's actually about getting to yeah. this place yeah. where we can like respond and have that shared burden of each other's ones. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, you're never going to know. I'm never going to know about your ones unless if you talk about your ones. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it has to get to a place of like that emotional safety mm-hmm. where we are even wanting to talk about that. Yeah. And there's so many other things. I could talk yeah, for like yeah. twenty more minutes <laughs> well, on it, but what, what it's what you, also that other response of the gospel too.
0: I like to think of it too as a as a part of our growth. It's mm-hmm. part of a journey. Yeah. So I would expect someone who's new in my MC to not understand what we mean when we say for the one. Yeah. And to not have a one, maybe to not have thought about that. Mm-hmm. But then if we keep talking about it, if every time we meet together, we're we're like and, and someone tells a story of their one or what they've been praying for their yeah. one, then all of a sudden it starts to become clearer. And and even for someone who doesn't have a one, to to think of it as a journey where you just begin by praying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, God, would you lead me to some... Would you put someone on my heart and just make me... Like, help me to pray for them this week, Yeah, you know? <laughs> and, yeah. and to pray that they would get saved, to pray that, that you'd be at work in their life. So... So just even that starts Mm -hmm. to shape our our journey. So, you know, it it might be that not everyone in the MC has a one. Totally. um, But that's a part of the discipling. That's a part of the growth that we're anticipating for people.
2: And, And to your point, when I heard other people in my MC, their burdens for their ones, and just like hearing that week after week it mm-hmm. grew my heart for even my own yeah
0: yeah yep so if someone was in my MC and they had a, a their one was heavy on their heart mm-hmm. and they're like sharing like guys would you pray for my brother-in-law who's you know you could just feel like they really are longing for that person I would be tempted to pause the group and say do you do you all see what's happening here <laughs> The love that so and so has for their one is actually encouraging me. Yeah, like it's actually igniting yeah. my heart on fire. We needed you to be here tonight to help all of us see the love of God even more, for our hearts to be filled with the love of God for someone else. Yeah,
1: and that that's a that's an important journey that many of us have to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't suppose that everybody. Um, has a deep longing and burning in their hearts for the loss, spe- specifically w- a one somebody that is um, you know familiar to their life. But it's an incredible thing when you see other people who are, uh, for lack of better words, agonizing mm-hmm. over people that they the that they love. That uh, Scott, as you shared, are have a have a love of God for someone. Um, you watch them agonize over that person and and pine for them and and pray for them. And even week after week, and there's no update, there's no uh, opportunity, and still there's this longing for them to experience the love of God. Mm-hmm. Like that's powerful to watch. It is it, it's, And it's hard yeah. to deni- it's hard to deny that that the spirit of God is moving in, in someone else when they're going through that. Yeah, so we need actually, to see that.
2: That's actually a really interesting litmus test for me because when there's someone who's so passionate about something, it's either really off-putting to me or it's very attractive.
1: <laughs> High five <laughs> okay, yep. because I feel the same way. <laughs> Most of the time I'm like, gross. Can you stop that?
2: <laughs> I know. It's like, it, it sounds like PDA almost, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, PDA means public displays of affection for those <laughs> who don't know that term. Um, but yeah, yeah, good job, yeah. Good job defining it. <laughs> cool. But yeah, it's like when you hear someone's agonizing longing for the one, it either is like, ugh, like that's that is mm-hmm. gross. Like, why would you be saying all that? And I think part of that is like deflection on my part of like Mm -hmm. feeling guilt for why I don't feel that way. Right.
1: Right. But then
2: the on the side of when it is attractive, it's like, what the heck makes that person feel that way? And I think that all of us, because we are we are hungry. We're glory hungry, right? We are we're just made to be these creatures that like feel deeply, think deeply, like God made us for depth. And it's like what what how did that person get there mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious about it I'm kind of scared of like how what it takes to get there yeah. what they've been through yeah. but I kind of want it I, I'm at, in the very least curious
1: yeah and I think the error is to say well some people are just really affectionate they're they're empaths yeah uh, you like know they're
2: just like born that way they're just born that, that way
1: they naturally care about people and I'm just not that way so I'll pray for someone and that's it mm-hmm. um but I think that's uh, that's a that's a poor excuse. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, too, the um, the goal of discipleship is we're becoming more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And if I start by thinking, well, how close am I to being just like Jesus right now? <laughs> I'm really far away from being just like Jesus right now. I a, so I should be anticipating, oh, I, I have a lot to grow in. Yeah. You know, and, and so at, at first, not... Like not having a soft heart or not mm. being moved by these things, this is just this is part of the the journey. Yeah. But in the end, I think God wants to grow something in us. He wants yeah. to make us like Christ, and that would be like feeling the love of God for these people. Yeah. So, um, what goes wrong? Where can it go wrong? If we're talking about the one, or we want for the one culture mm-hmm. in our MC, what can what can go wrong? Yeah.
2: Man, when it's not a response, when it becomes something I have to do.
0: Okay. Yeah. Checkbox.
2: Yeah. Where yeah. the, like what I was talking about earlier, when hearing someone's like longing for one is like repelling mm-hmm. or off-putting, then I think, oh, like, because I don't look like that person or like, what do I need to do to look like that person? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it becomes like about myself and like, yeah, checkbox, earning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing the right thing.
1: Yeah. Or feeling like I I need to do this so I don't look bad, yeah. And which I'll just be honest, I I can I identify with that strongly, yeah. Um, because I don't know if I I don't know if I had a deep desire for the, the lost in general, uh, yeah. f, for most of my Christian life, mm-hmm. um. And so when people were talking about it, it was just kind of something I'd manufacture, and I knew I was manufacturing it. I knew I was faking it, but mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want anybody to think I'm, well, I don't mm-hmm. want anybody to think I'm not spiritual. So I better just. Yeah. Say something,
0: you know. Yeah, and that's that's where it's like a encouragement to MC leaders and apprentices. It's so easy for us to feel pressure mm-hmm. to be the super spiritual ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> but does that... that
2: leader means lead in all ways and be first and foremost and the strongest and fastest for everything?
0: Yeah. And I that's too much pressure. I'm yeah. out. I yeah. quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can't Ouch. do it. <laughs> but what if being the leader meant that I'm first to confess where I'm not seeing the gospel is beautiful? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. if it meant that I was the one that shared, you know, I don't I don't actually feel a love for anyone, you mm-hmm. know. Would you guys pray for me? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh man, I think that would change the you want to set a culture. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. So so the the I, I think you're right though. The idea of okay this is what we're supposed to do this is what i should do mm-hmm. and so i'm going to act like i care about this mm-hmm. or yeah. i'm going to i'm going to focus on externals um, there, there's a guilt that comes into that
1: yeah there's right. a phrase that um that that, that we use I'll, i was going to say people but that we use mm-hmm. and and we use it with prayer we use it with generosity and mm-hmm. we say th- we say it like this I know I'm supposed to pray. Yeah. I know I'm supposed to give. Yeah. I know I'm supposed to, supposed to, mm-hmm. and we use it as well with I know I'm supposed to sh- share the gospel. Yeah. You know. I. J- but I just but and then you know mm-hmm. finish the sentence. Yeah. And that's I, like what you're saying. That's that's such a well, it's it's a wrong mindset. Mm-hmm. It's not the right mindset. Yeah. And it and it means that there's a there's an area of growth that that Jesus so desperately wants to. Uh, build
0: into your heart. That's right. Yeah. And I would encourage uh, anyone who's feeling that, if anyone's like, oh, yeah, this is me, or mm-hmm. I've s- felt this in my group, mm-hmm. even, uh, the, the, the remedy. Like, how would, we, how would we help them? What is the remedy to this? If you're stuck in the should or the supposed to, or mm-hmm. I know that's the checkbox that I'm supposed to get to, but I don't even have a one, and, and mm-hmm. I, I feel too much pressure. What what counsel do we give people? How do we fix that?
2: Yeah. Well, I think it's even in what you were saying, Jason, earlier of you felt like, and I've been there too, like we felt like we had to manufacture something, mm-hmm. but the fact that you have to manufacture something means it is made by human hands, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. this being for the one it's a being, right? And and so you can't manufacture it mm. at all. Like yeah. anything that we could manufacture is just like this temporary fake thing. And it means it has to be a response to something real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really being about for the one is is not a thing you can do. It's it, You become about it because you've experienced something else. That's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I I love the words that we use to talk about how we're going to make disciples. who make disciples, mm-hmm. and we say enjoy grace, embody love, and engage culture. Yeah, and for the one is about engaging culture. It, it's that we would be praying for someone mm-hmm. who's a part of our culture, not uh, not yet a part of Christ's family. You know, we're, it's the way that His people are living sent everywhere we would go. Um, and if someone's if the the remedy isn't add it to the to-do or talk about it more or try harder to engage culture i think i would say the remedy is actually go back to the enjoying grace at the start <laughs> and it's almost like it, it it's a if there's a grace explosion that goes off then the ripples from that are yeah. are going if it's if it's really the gospel that's exploded if it's jesus that's exploded the ripples are going to come and, and move you outward yeah. for your one.
1: I think it's very much, it becomes part of your identity and it come becomes part of just who you are in Christ. Mm-hmm. So if we are enjoying grace, yep. we're enjoying the very person of Jesus, we're enjoying who he is, we're spending time with him, we are we are desiring more and more of him. And as we're as we're enjoying that grace, we begin to embody the very person, the yeah. love of God in yeah. us. And so so I'm seeing God like work out these sins of my out of my life. I'm watching I'm experiencing people are seeing God transform me from the inside out, and mm-hmm. and and all of a sudden, you know, temptations are not what they were. Yeah, you S- actually start changing. I actually start changing, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. And and so, and then all of a sudden, it's uh, the idea of the idea of, of sharing the gospel, of seeking your one, whatever language, whatever language you want to use. Mm-hmm. It just be, it begins small at first, but it begins to become. I I, I have to do this. Yeah. Not I'm not I'm compelled, or I. Uh, uh, sorry, I said that the wrong way. Yeah. Maybe I, uh, you. I can't not do this. I can't not do this. <laughs> yeah. <It's, laughs> we're gonna make it as complicated as possible. Yeah. <laughs> but it's this is my very nature because my nat- This isn't my nature. This is the nature of Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Christ who lives in me. Galatians two yeah. twenty. Right. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the life I live the, is the life. The the life I now live is Christ in me. Yeah. So. Um, mm-hmm that that's so, that's the idea that's the difference between a to-do list mm-hmm. and actually living it out
0: yeah and the theology behind that even comes to jesus like the the father sent jesus mm-hmm. right that that's like the heart of the father is to seek the one <laughs> and so he yeah. sends the son yeah. to mm-hmm. go for the one and then i'm the one he found uh-huh. <laughs> you know and i can't believe he loves me this much and so it's like do you know my father? <laughs> like, do you see yeah. how good this one is? Do you, can you see him? Yeah, you know, and uh, it becomes a natural response yeah. rather than a checklist.
1: Well, that that analogy that Jesus gives about leaving the ninety-nine to go for the one, yeah. I think we uh, we oftentimes skip a step in that, and we immediately go to, oh, so I got to find the one, yeah. and this the first that that's that's not the first step. The that's first right. step is. I was the one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I was the lost sheep. I was the sheep that ran away, that got Mm -hmm. stuck in the hole, and the shepherd found me and rescued me Mm -hmm. and brought me
0: back to life. What I hear you saying there is the first step is enjoy grace. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Like like think about how much he loves you. That's actually, though, a faucet that doesn't turn off. (laughs) No, it's a faucet that the more you uh, look at it, the bigger Uh it gets. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, The more sin you have, the more sin you confess, the more you realize... He he, his grace doesn't get lesser as he pours it out. That's right. I, I was reading a crazy Puritan who was saying, "Jesus feels more joy in forgiving your sin than you feel in being forgiven." Dang. <laughs> right. So I'm just like, wait, <laughs> whoa. So, so he feels joy in forgiving me. So it's like this.
2: You have, right? you have to say it again.
0: Okay. That, that, <laughs> That Jesus feels more joy in forgiving me my sin yeah. than I feel in being forgiven. Come on. And, okay, this is just for free. The, the illustration uh, is from, like, if there was a medical doctor who went to a faraway land where they were dying from a curable disease, and he diagnosed it rightly and knew what the disease was, and he went back home and he prepared the, the antidote, the remedy, the mm-hmm. medicine, and he's independently wealthy. He doesn't even need money. But he uses at his own expense to bring all the medicine to that faraway land. And he shows up there with the medicine that's going to actually save their lives. And then none of them came. No one came to take it. Hmm. Until three brave young men came and they said, we'll take the shot. We'll, we'll take your, your medicine. Right? How would the doctor feel in that moment when they came to take it? They, they, he would feel such joy. And so the idea, like, this is what Jesus feels when his grace is applied to us. And if we could start to understand that, then we're like, oh, the faucet's got so much forgiveness and grace in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like just this amazing avalanche of grace to us. And that's the start, starting point. Then I, I love, Jason, like you're sharing how that that transfers then to how we love each other. Mm-hmm. And that actually takes place in our MCs where then we're like able to share our sins, able to say things, able to be loved by other people, to mm-hmm. be known mm-hmm. and accepted because we're already accepted in Christ. And then how hungry are our ones for that? Like how much? So if if I really, if like I had a refrigerator full of the best steaks in the world, you know, I would, you, if you came over to my house, I'd be like, you have to have some of this, right? Just sharing something so good that I can't believe it, it's available.
2: Yeah. And you can only share it because your fridge of steaks will remain full.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: It's different when you know there's only a finite amount yep. and then you share it and you're like, it's gone. Yeah. So I need to hoard it. You but know, this is the opposite.
0: That's the other thing that I think happens in our MCs when we don't have a for the one. Yeah. Emphasis or culture, mm-hmm. we start to think that this grace was given for us to have it, right? It would be like us having a great meal, and the grace of Jesus Christ is the the secret. Is as you give it away, you experience more of it. Yep, you experience greater joy as you as you give it away. Just the other day, I heard a story of a middle schooler in Hayward. <laughs> who invited their one to church, and their one came to youth group with them. Mm-hmm. And that, w- that one had such a great time that he was going up to the leaders after going, I'm coming back next week, I'm coming <laughs> back. Yes. And then we got to hear from the mother and the, and the leader how the student felt who invited their one. And their joy increased, mm-hmm. right? Like, like their heart was like so excited. Yeah. that's the yeah, best.
1: It's not supposed to be. Um, I I don't think God wants it to be a weight. Uh, there's certainly a burden of mm-hmm. of wanting to uh, to share urgency. Urgency yeah. is a better yeah. way to put it. There's certainly mm-hmm. an urgency, but it's it shouldn't be a burden. Oh, this thing I gotta do. Yeah. But there should be. We should see it as such an exciting thing.
0: Yeah. So if. If I was in my MC and we were starting to feel like, oh, we have to have, we have to talk about the one. This is the thing we should do. I, I would want so badly to go back to the source mm. and just start talking about, like, let's enjoy grace more yeah. ourselves, right? <laughs> and, um, and thinking too, like, how much I, I believe Jesus wants our MCs to realize the goal is not us. Like, He's blessed us. Mm-hmm and we get this beautiful fellowship but it was never for us to keep it to ourselves and this is a joy that, that increases as it goes outward so i, I don't want i don't want to be satisfied with discipling people to a level where we keep attending i want us to have a view of discipleship where people are looking outward in such a way that they have a fuller joy and yeah. a greater experience yeah. of the grace of Jesus Christ by by seeing prayers answered for them yeah.
2: And that and that greater joy happens because you're seeing Jesus's glory go forward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you just only like keep it to yourself, you you never see the glory expand, increase,
1: go forward. Mm -hmm. Well, it's definitely an an evidence, not Mm -hmm. a proof, but an evidence Mm -hmm. that God is doing something in your heart, Mm -hmm. and that God is continuing to transform you into the man or woman that He wants you to be. Mm -hmm. That you would take. That you would take what you've received from Him all the more, and and want want to share it with others. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So one MC, that someone's one came to their MC last year, hmm. and their MC stopped and prayed for their that person's one, hmm. and there, the the one shared how they felt God at work while their, the MC was praying, <laughs> and then a few weeks ago, I heard that that one came to Christ. Oh my gosh. And then last week I met that <laughs> one. I met that one at oh. church. I got to like shake their hand and meet them and and, and oh talk with them. And what what happened is that whole group, yeah. you can't even believe the joy oh that my they're gosh, talking gosh. about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well and
1: and and can we just remember this that any work that happens is not by our hands. Right. It's not by anything we do. Mm-hmm. It's all the Lord Yep. Working,
0: in, working in and through, uh, through us. Yep. Crazy things he wants to use us. So That is. Yep. So I guess uh, this leads right into our next conversation, which is going to be about prayer. Mm. Uh, so I can't wait yeah, to yeah. share that and go on to the next episode, the fifth of The Essential DNA. So uh, we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm. Adios. Cheer.